Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool center. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Back in the 1970s, there was a song called Here Comes That Rainy Day Feeling Again by The Fortunes, and it's come again. Uh, it rained this morning, it's raining tonight, it's going to rain tomorrow, it's going to rain right across the weekend. Uh, Frio good enough. After oh. two wet weather, poor performances to butter up against Hawthorne and put a decent wet weather display on show at Optus Stadium at 10 past two on Saturday afternoon. We're discussing that, we're discussing everything in AFL footy, and it's Kim Hagdorn, and I'll tell you what, people have been hanging out for you this week, Hags, because we did have a show on Monday because we called the Waffle uh-huh. uh, Big Derbies, uh, but you're, and you were missed on Monday, and here you are back on Thursday. That, Good evening they, to you. Is that because they want to get into me, no, or they just like hearing oh, what I've got to oh, say? I reckon there's a bit of both. I reckon there's a bit of both. <laughs> okay, and of course, well, let's answer your question initially. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. It can absolutely bucket down torrential, monsoonal style on Saturday afternoon here in Perth, and Fremantle will win, because I think... Fremantle now is one of the best three or four or five teams in the competition, and Hawthorne's nowhere near that. Hawthorne is showing glimpses of something for their future, but uh, let's get this news out. Mitch Lewis and Jack Gunston are missing both injured from Hawthorne mm. as well. So, And the big news, um, and I think this is bigger, everyone, even Australia-wide. I, I don't, what's happened at Melbourne is appalling. Uh, it's gone on for day after day, and there's reasons for that. That if you want to discuss it, give us a yell. We'll talk about it. I think the players at at Melbourne initially didn't tell the truth. <laughs> That's why come Tuesday, come Wednesday, and into Thursday, there's more information coming out. There's no way knowing that Stephen May and Jake Melksham told the truth on Monday and Tuesday to their authorities within the club. They couldn't possibly have with the way that Melbourne initially handled mm. it. But the biggest story, and certainly in our town, maybe Australia-wide, is Nathan Fife's comeback. Now, I, I thought Fremantle and Nathan Fife and the WA football community handled it very well last weekend, Peter. I haven't been with you since uh, yeah. last Thursday, as you yeah. say. And, and we had said, I'd said the previous Monday that he, I thought he was going to play at the AFL level. And yet uh, he played at the Waffle level. And I thought it was very well presented, very well handled. I didn't think he actually overexerted himself too many times. He still showed some signs of favouring that right shoulder. You know, a couple of times he went for the ball and kept his right elbow in at his at his hip and, and left arm went out. He took some catches. He took some hits. He went to ground. He made some tackles. But there was quite a few times, and even some slightly overhead in front of your face marking where his right arm didn't go up as high. So there's some signs where Nathan isn't quite right. We've, we've known that. He knows that. But I think it's a bigger story for the, for the Australian football Aussie rules industry that yeah. Nathan Fife is back it's because back. this this heightens Fremantle's premiership potential. This heightens Fremantle's capacity to finish top four, where, which is imperative. If they finish fifth or sixth, then it's another year that they wait to see if that's their premiership year. I don't think they could win it from fifth or sixth, even though they'd get a home final. But the big story, Nathan Fife, and then the debate is, 
How do they use him? Yeah, well, he sort of came out, didn't he? Uh, when he made the prediction or when made the comment weeks and weeks ago that he'd like to return to the midfield, he's just been a spectator and he's viewed what the Fremantle midfield have done. And I think now he's resigned to the fact that he'll spend a bit of time in the forward line on Saturday. The other thing that I thought was really good to come out of that waffle game, mm-hmm. Kim, was for me and Justin Longmuir mentioned it, they were going to take him off a couple of minutes before the end of the game. So they didn't have, of course, all those people flocking to him when the final siren went. But he wanted to play because he wanted to get Peel over the line reportedly. So that's why he played until that final siren, which showed that he was pretty committed to the cause last week. Well, let me also fire a, a, a shot across West Coast Bowers as well. Fremantle are in such a strength, position of strength with the way that their summer went. We've talked about how fit they are. The youngsters are fit. Their key players are fit and they're fast. And they're lasting, they're lasting contest after contest after contest. They're lasting a defensive spread if they lose the football because they, they're fit and they're healthy. They're lasting the spread when they win the football because they surge forward. They're very fit. They're very healthy and things are going well. So they've had the positive reinforcement of a summer's program, early wins, that was available to them. But they, 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 they have such a capacity now that they are in such a position of strength that they can do and manage better, far better than West Coast. Even some of the messages that West Coast have sent with how they've handled their waffle players, it's appalling how West Coast have handled some of their waffle players. It's appalling how they've handled some of their senior players straight back into their seniors. Not fit, not healthy, not capable of contest after contest, run, surge, spread if we lose, spread if we win. West Coast key players aren't fit enough to do that. And I reckon even Fremantle thought, let's not do what... They might have thought. Let's not do what West Coast have done and then cop the flack and cop the wrath if a player going back into the seniors straight away breaks down. Mm, mm. And West Coast have been doing it. Fremantle didn't. Mm. And they didn't do it with Fife. And they had to convince Fife, no, no, look, have one game in the waffle. And as I say, I don't reckon he overly exerted himself. He was very clean. He had what? I think he about had 24 eight, possessions in total. He only had one in the second term when he was directly tagged. He was directly tagged by Harry Marsh. He had nine in the first, and then he's had a dozen in, uh, mm. 14 or so in the last quarter. The fact they left him on, I think also reinforces that Fremantle are in a position of strength they're trying to develop a winning culture. So let's do that with our Peel team as well, whereas West Coast aren't doing that with their Waffle team. I'd like to get your thoughts on Elliot Yo's mindset at the moment. Of course, he's out for this week, rubbed out for that incident against Swan Districts in the Waffle last week. Adam Simpson was asked the question about Elliot Yo's suspension. I'd like to get your thoughts on it, Kim, after we hear this. A bit of both. Yeah, disappointed that... Um he doesn't get a chance to get another game under his belt, but mm. he, he trained really well today. We had a, we had matched him today with the whole whole uh, whole list, and, and he got through that really well. And he played a full game last week, and the week before he uh, he played a half. So you know, um, three games in the waffle level would have been maybe slightly overs, but um, we thought that's that would have been his best prep. So you know, um, one and a half to two games is um, plus a good training session. We think he's going to be right for next week. He had that confrontation uh, with Jeremy McGovern last year. He just seems like a bit of an angry person at the moment, Elliot Yo, with the way he's... That he's frustrated because he can't get on the park, but he had a golden opportunity last week to get ready for this, or certainly after the bye, and have another run in the waffle this week, and he just did something silly. Well, where, how do you read him? Um, I disagree with Simpson there. I mean, Simpson's in charge. It's his yeah. program. I disagree there because I think the best possible was for Elliot Yo to play last week. It's a pity he got reported. 
But for him now to be forced out of the waffle this weekend, to train up this week, he'll train again Saturday. You watch the amount of running that they put into him on Saturday somewhere or somewhere over the weekend, and he'll definitely play against Geelong the following week. And I think, I actually understand, that's the plan at West Coast. Once he was reported and they couldn't beat the charge, the charge itself I don't think was fair. It was too heavy Mm. because he was tunnelled. He responded, he retaliated, he pushed at the kid on the ground, the, the boy Clark, and the waffle ruling for that incident is more severe than the AFL. If that had been an AFL incident, he would have only got one week down to a fine with an early plea. It's two weeks in the waffle down to one. With so he couldn't plea, beat it yeah. with the early plea. So that is, that's an anomaly in itself. If the AFL and Waffle haven't got the same set of uh, match review officer or match review panel processes, then, then I, I, I challenge that, that it should be the same. Waffle and AFL, for the, especially when you've got AFL players playing. But that's a slightly lesser incident. It wasn't major. He was reported only by a boundary umpire. The field umpire didn't even take the ball off him. He still took the mark and then had the free kick once they cleared the, the little bit of congestion. It was very confusing. He didn't deserve a penalty, the offence, but it's the best for him to train and then be guaranteed to play against Geelong. His mindset, I reckon, Peter, has been one of absolute frustration. Yeah. He's had three seasons now in a row where he's hardly played he's, and his osteitis pubis was his biggest problem. He's now got calf troubles because of his groin troubles and he hasn't even been able to train up. And that's one of my big concerns for West Coast. West Coast, I picked a team, Peter. West Coast, in the next couple of weeks, according to Adam Simpson and their official injury list, We'll have all these blokes available. Nelson, Barras, Duggan, Hearn, McGovern, Foley, Gaff, Yo, Redden, Cripps, Darling, Rioli, Waterman, Kennedy, Ryan. That's your starting team. Williams, Kelly, Shuey, Nat Newey, two weeks away. Two to three at the most weeks away. Here's your, here's your interchange from Sheed, Edwards, Jamison, Rotham, Jones, O'Neill, Petrachevsky, Petrachevsky, Seaton, Petricelli. Hoff, West, Naish, Langdon, Witherden, Bazo, Clark, True. Mm. If they don't start winning some games into the next part of the season, then Adam Simpson needs to be hauled right over the coals because he's been telling us for weeks and weeks and weeks the cavalry's coming and we'll be okay in the back half. Well, they'd better be because I, I still can't see a lot of winning, winnable games with the lack of fitness right through the West Coast Eagles playing list. Okay, here is Adam Simpson on the return of 12 to 15 players uh, this week and next week. Probably 12 to 15 players playing Waffle Waffle Eagles this week, so that um, gives us a good chance to look at some of those players come back from injury. 12 to 15, you won't know yourself with so many in the Waffle competition. What about uh, the two of your star players, premiership players in Liam Ryan and Willie Rioli? Have they been ticked off to go? Yeah, yeah, they'll play some minutes. Um, you know, we've, we've got, yeah, unfortunately, we can't there's no other way to work around it. The the players that are available um, in the next few weeks have all sort of come together and they're available at the same time. So the benefit of the last few weeks is we played Yo at Waffle level, um, Petrucelli last week, Dom the last two weeks. So they'll, except for Yo, he's obviously suspended, they'll get to play another game. And um, yeah, and then we'll throw in Willie and, and Liam and, uh, and see how they go. And hopefully they'll win a few games in the second half of the season. Well, okay. okay, well, where's the wins? Out of the bye. It's Geelong at home. No. Essendon at home. Possibly. Richmond at the MCG. No. Carlton at home. No. Hawthorne at the MCG. No. St Kilda at home. No. 
Gold Coast at Metricon. 50-50. Adelaide at home. Yes. Fremantle at home. No. Geelong at Geelong. No. Maybe a couple. They could maybe pinch a couple there, Hags. All right, uh, get on the temper of bedshed. Text line 0487 736 736. 0487 736 736. Or on the Scarborough Toyota open line uh, 131255. Let's go to Lise, who joins us to kick it off again on this Thursday afternoon. Hello, Lise. Hi, Pete. Hi, Haggers. Hi, Lisa. Um, Pete, come on. Where's all the yeses? <laughs> Too many no's in there, mate. Come on, please. Um, he's, a, he's a realist, not an optimist <laughs> like you, Lisa. <laughs> there's, there's three um, points I want to think. Um, Haggers, you must have been looking over my shoulder at my notes Ooh. about um, Nat Fife. Uh, I was watching um, mm-hmm. that game of Peel. And um, he, yeah, definitely you were 100% right on, on him favouring that shoulder because I, the one time they were marked, he just quickly he didn't lift that arm up at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. And he kept, you know, like you said, he kept that elbow to his side. So, um, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how, how he does go and because I doubt very much whether he's going to be able to raise his arms to mark a ball because he looks like he's, he's in still a lot of discomfort. So anyway, um, that's on five. Um, Haggers, with the um, Eagles, like they're not they're not fit. Does that lie on the conditioning and strengthening coach? Absolutely, uh, head and shoulders. But the man who runs any program like that is the coach. The coach has to set the tone for what he wants from his fitness and conditioning staff. And the coach also has to set the standard for what uh, degrees of vigour and intensity at training. And uh, they, they just haven't trained at an AFL intensity. Some because of the injuries that players and important players have been carrying, Lisa, and others because that's just the way that uh, the program has been, certainly since they uh, won in 2018. So th- the last three or four years, the summers, the, the training hasn't been anywhere near as intense because the players have been getting older and haven't been able to cope with the, a really heavy, vigorous fitness program. Okay, and and just on Elliot Yo, I think his his frustrations mm. have boiled over since last season because he, there was a few games there where where he got you know sort of carried away with himself a little bit, and um, I've never seen that in, in Elliot Yo before, where he's you know lost the, lost the plot completely, and I think just with his injuries and everything, I, I think he's just getting really really frustrated, mm. and psychologically, I think he's you know he's um, a bit shot too and frazzled. Good on you, Lise. Good observation. We agree with you. You're certainly a student of the game, and we well, welcome you uh, to join us anytime you like. Thanks, Lise. One thing I'd add to that, though, with with even if it's not specifically Elliot Yo, from mid-season last year, and the West Coast have won three games in their last 21. So from at the bye last year, they were a game and a half from the top four. They were a game and a half from third spot mm. at the bye last year and won two of their last nine. They've won one of 12 this year. So they've, it's just unacceptable with where they're at. And the frustration is is evident. But I think some of the players like an Elliot Yo and many others have contributed to it with their lack of professionalism. West Coast did not return from their summer break in a very healthy state. Some, a lot of them injured, but a lot of them 
not fit enough. Okay. okay. Training. Come and join us. So we're going to talk about a number of issues as well here in the AFL, and we'd love to uh, get you on board. 0487 736 736, the temperate bedshed text line. Or the open line is there for you as well. Scarborough Toyota are sponsoring that, 131255. Mike says, hi, Pete and Haggers. I'm Melbourne on the decline now mm. after the punch-up. We're going to talk about that mm. after mm. the break. Uh, before we go to the break, just, you want to sneak something in? Well, just on the fire stuff, um, I reckon Fife will play. He'll, he'll rotate through the midfield, but maybe even off, you know, a half forward flank. So uh, it, with the six six six, you know, uh, but still rotating and still sharing midfield, an extra one back. But Brayshaw averaging thirty possessions and five clearances a game. Brody averaging twenty eight possessions and seven clearances a game. Sarong at twenty six and five, and they're all tackling. They're all getting five and six tackles each. And Monday, Monday averaging twenty three. There's no way knowing Nathan Fife is going to get a prominent presence in the midfield ahead of those guys. On the back of also what we've seen, Peter, I, I don't think Fife is actually really quite ready to be a full time frontline midfielder like these other boys have been for the last three months. And now those those statistics stack up. He'll rotate through, and and he won't get a heck of a lot of time in there because I think they're going to build him. He'll build against Hawthorne, recover, go back. They got the bye, and then continue to build over the next few weeks. He indicated that post game yeah. on Saturday, didn't he? Oh, look, I'm four or five weeks away, probably. Correct. You know. All right, so we're going to take a break. Uh, come back and talk about anything in the AFL. Come and join us. I'm going to have also a bit of a comment about what I saw last night. I thought it was just terrific. The state of Origin. It's coming here on Sunday, June the 26th. It's going to be massive. There's only eight thousand tickets left, by the way. Fifty-two thousand have already been sold. It'll be a capacity for the state of Origin. And after last night's exhibition. In in front of 80,000 at the Sydney Olympic Stadium. You can wonder why people want to come and, and uh, view the spectacle. It was brilliant last night, but we need to clear a break. Uh, this is Drive with Peter Vlahos, Kim Hagdorn. It's AFL Team Selections Night for Toolmart, the complete tool centre.